Paul Revere, motherfucker, because I'm coming. <laughs> this wow. is the second Paul Revere. The gauntlet has been thrown. Heard this week. Okay, Good Lord, that's actually. Hold on to that thought. I want to come back to that because <laughs> that's a lot of Paul Revere references. In a yeah, way. I bet like people are our, our listeners haven't thought about Paul Revere in like two to three. Years. <laughs> We're going to get an email right now. Like, I'm a history teacher. I think about Paul Revere. Shut the fuck up. We, you know we're talking about normal people. All right? <laughs> like, you know you're not implied. The gauntlet, John. It's been thrown at you. Welcome. The challenge. Oh, the, this challenge. I thought you were giving me the intro challenge. No. No. You're, you're done no, with the no. intro challenge. We're, we're giving that one to Ken <laughs> yeah. Dog for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to sit and think about what yeah, you've yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You're I thought in time you did out. great, John. I thought you did great, John. Don't worry. Oh, about no, listen. Him. There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a time when they get professional, right? Well, there's a Maryland mayor that everybody thought was going great too, and look how that ended up. But <laughs> I think we just yeah, I was can we can't we shook. say the same about Chicago too? Ah, uh, smartest decision Chicagoans ever. Chicagoans. Chicagoans. Chicagans. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck do you call those people? <laughs> Chicagans. You gotta say it like that with like the 30-year-old smoker's cough. Chicagans. Is it like trying to say Sheboygan, but with like... Yes. <laughs> I remember seeing the Cubs win. Oh, God. First of all, that's a fucking lie, Grandma. But, um... <laughs> yeah, no, but that's the smartest decision Chicagoans uh, have ever made in, in recent history. Hold on, uh, Queen Jamie, I might need you to fact check me, but I believe she is now the second mayor in Chicago history to only have one term. She only had one. How long are their fucking terms? Apparently a whole, yo, she was elected in 2019. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, she's elected in 2019. Oh, yeah. You're fucking with me. Oh, since 2019, yeah. Yeah, bro, she had hair and everything. But two sets of a father and son have been elected mayor of Chicago. 45 men and women have held the office. Two sets of father. Yeah, she's only had one term. Wow. One hit wonder, baby. That was a long term. (laughs) It felt like forever. I was going to say, like, I've been making fun of this woman, I feel like, for 10 years. But (laughs) apparently that's a lie. (laughs) Bro, the problem is the job aged her 40. I mean. But that's the thing, though. I don't remember a single time she actually did her job so like oh, you know like, <laughs> oh god we can never do a live show in chicago ever <laughs> we're gonna get shot or boston <laughs> you can't get shot in chicago it's like the whole city is a gun-free zone 
Anyway, we got off on we we got sidetracked. But John, we're shitting on John right yeah, now. Yeah, no, no the, the gauntlet has been thrown. <laughs> the the challenge. Yes. So we are doing a PC build off because next generation of 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 graphics cards at the very least come out, which are which are going to be like the price of a house. Yes, at least a mortgage, and um. So that being said, you know there's going to be new motherboards that have to go with it because they're going with a whole new. They're redoing the whole thing every two years. Nvidia redoes their shit, and uh, and you know in order to balance that, AMD is going to have to do the same thing. Yeah. So new motherboards are coming out with it. You just know it, which means new CPUs are going to have to come out and do it. Which means because the heat we're getting from the 40 series right now. You know, the 50 series is going to be even hotter, so we're going to have new coolers on top of it. They're going to be bigger in order to accommodate all that cooling, meaning cases are going to be... We're going into, like, a whole new gen I, of PC I have, I have a 3080 now, and it's humongous. It's, like, the size of my forearm. Thickness and everything. Like, it's huge. <laughs> like, it is, like, like you put my forearm next to it, it's it's literally the same thickness of my forearm that that card a, a baby with an apple baby holding it, an apple. it's about the size dude it's about the size of a premature baby oh my like, god it's a premium yeah like straight up like like a like a three three month premature baby oh it's huge it is a huge card and it gets like i there are times where i actually feel the heat feel the heat so i can only imagine what's gonna happen with the 50 I, I need to walk you through, because you're using an EVGA card, right? Yep. I'm an EVGA fanboy. I'll walk you through everything with that card to get it going better. Oh, dude. And and I feel you because I went from 10 series to 30 series. So I was... That's a jump. I was looking at it. Yeah, I was like, this is like four of my old cards. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing our PC build off. Because the new shit's coming out. It's going to be a while. Like, it's not going to be a who can build a computer the fastest because uh, that'd be an unfair challenge. This will also be your first build. When do you think they're going to come out? Uh, November, December. I was thinking that, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they'll be announced November, December. Yeah, and then they'll probably be, I'd say about this time next year, we'll be able to, like, hone in on what we're building. Yeah, because... PC building is at the most popular it's ever been, period. Factual statement. And I want to see the categories are going to be who's performs the better. And we already have several tests, but we're going to be testing the CPU. We're going to be testing the GPU and then overall quality. So that's going to be one of the one of the tests. The other test is for sure going to be aesthetics, like who's looks prettier. The drip. Mm-hmm. Who has the drip? Right, I it's going to be interesting. Exactly how I'm doing it. I, um, I, I'm, I'm, I have convoluted ideas. Oh, I. That's just you're going to. Well, you got like a year to figure yeah, yeah. Shit out, so you'll be all right. Hey, look, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Big booby hentai girls. Throw it on your PC. I have. Um, <laughs> I actually have. God. A lead on some uh, anime graphics cards. I do. I do have one thing that I. I I don't want to say it because I feel like it like ruins the everything that I'm trying to do. But I found something really cool that uh, certain cases do now, and it's it's like visual. It's just it's fucking crazy. I I, I'm fu- 
Are you talking about the hologram imaging? Not I no, the projection imaging. Ah, uh, same, same. I guess it's the same. I, I think that's fucking dope. It, it is. It cool. is it's it is so cool. I mean, I'm worried to know how much power it's gonna take to use oh, that. Dude, don't don't even sweat power. Do you don't don't eat because I doubt you're even using what's the, what's you're using a thirty eighty. Yep. I don't even is that a three hundred watt for EVGA? Oh shit! I don't even fucking remember. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Seven. You need a seven hundred fifty watt or greater. But like I'm using a thirty sixty, and I'm only pulling I think five hundred watts. Because I'm not overclocked or anything. This is because this is my work computer. I'm not. I'm not fucking with it. This next is the other one, and then what was the other category that we said? That's a wonderful, wonderful I can't remember. Uh, be- benchmarking? You were talking about Cinebench and... Um... Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to use for... Play. Yeah. So that Looking way we have numbers now. to put. And then Ken Dog is going to judge it, and then he has full permission to get other judges or ha- whatever he wants to add or whatever else. John, you have nothing to worry about. You're going to win because I'm just going to make this man fail in a spike. You're, you're like, you're completely fine. So don't even don't even worry about it too hard. Um, I will for sure be recording my building of it, though, because I'm not going to start it until I get all the pieces. And then I'm going to build it in like probably two or three days because I don't like to rush it or else I'll fuck it all up. Uh, oh, cable management was a category. Cable management was a category. Yeah, because everybody ignores it. Listen, did you see? Did you see his new <laughs> Lee and Lee fucking uh, uh, cords, his ribbons? Bro, I had to ask him if he was calling Jorge Lopez. I was like, bro, what did you just <laughs> say to me? I'll beep it. It's fine. <laughs> you should do a shitty voiceover where you just say. George Lopez. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> or shit, take that and put it over. There. And that could just be that could just be our her voiceover what, is just so <laughs> That's what that podcast uh with Sal Volcano does every time they curse they say like uh hey hello neighbor. <laughs> um cable management is another one. Whatever other categories Ken Dog wants to put in there. And uh, I'll for sure be recording mine and putting oh, them up. Oh, mine's going to be full content, yeah. Watch it. And then, uh, yeah, and then we'll do a big reveal. Have Ken Dog judge it. Run the scores. I think it's going to be a good yeah, time, man. I'm excited. Is, I, I've yeah. never done a, a build-off before. This is going to be fun for me because, one, I like a little challenge. And, two, this is going to be super challenging for me because I've never built a PC before. But I've learned a lot through... My surroundings, my friends, my acquaintances, my condolences, and... Yeah, that's me. You know? So. I mean, I do tech support for you. Yeah. I'll help no, you I out. Know. I won't leave you high. Oh, I drive. know, I know. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be there to help you, you out. You hear that, Kenny? I'm going to win by his own hand. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's- Only <laughs> I can be. <laughs> I'm hearing his remote sabotage, like right when the, 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 the judging is happening. Enters prop, click. No remote man, say click. This is this is a video card. It records all your shit. It's actually a fucking ICM, fucking detonator. <laughs> Haven't we talked about enough bombs? Man, the fucking Mission Impossible. There's fucking no- Tom Cruise is gonna kick in your door and throw your PC out the window. 
I just realized an ICM is an intercontinental <laughs> missile. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to hide one of those. <laughs> People walking by the house. He made a rocket ship. <laughs> it's a it's a. What's the cooling in that? <laughs> Bro, best part. Oh, you got to tell motherfuckers. Hey, I'm just trying to prove the world is flat. Yo, Nobody's gonna question. Nobody you. will question it. In fact, you'll probably get donos. People will dono just to. Know. You know, you know they oh, would. Lord. Oh man, but yeah. So that was just an update. That was a that was a thing that came uh, this week. I love new. I we love were... new ideas. This is something different. Something to do. Yeah, you know, new for the podcast. And then I know I'm going to be doing it anyway because every two series I I get the new shit, which I'm so glad I said that. Man, I got to miss all the 40 series nonsense. Yeah, I'm not touching 40, so. Bye-bye. It's not happening. In a year, I'm going to understand all of this. Are you built? Yeah, you're going to have to. Yeah. Or at least pretend you can. You know what I mean? Fake it. Fake it till you make it, baby. <laughs> it's like all our friends around us need to keep up now. Should we? Are there? Is there anybody else who would want to be in it? I don't know. Yo, for the sake of, like, Figuring this out the first time. Let's just do you two, and then we'll work our way. Yeah, yeah, speech. I love you, but every great company falls when they uh, try to super grow super quick. You're right, you're right. Ah, yes. Okay, uh, but we're not talking. That was 13 minutes of... <laughs> yeah, I'll see what I can do. No promises, but I'll say, hey, this is what they wanted. This, this is what the is people what they wanted. wanted. <laughs> Our number one feedback was that we, we stopped going on as many side quests as we used to, and that's the thing people want. So, <laughs> all right, motherfuckers. I feel like Joey Diaz. I love him. It's Tuesday, motherfuckers. You're walking in. You're walking in Wake with an up. umbrella and Salute a big the dick. Flag. <laughs> Bro, you are not smacked enough <laughs> to do Joey Diaz. Bro, like you gotta be late. I could to do it. Right Listen, now. I've been around the guy. I could do a good Joey Diaz. Well, no, nah, no one could do. No one could do a good Joey Diaz other than Joey Diaz. I was around um, Trump's daughter. Doesn't mean I can do a good Trump's daughter. <laughs> she ignored me too. By the way. <laughs> wow! Wow! Drama, yo! Wow! She she ignored. A U.S. soldier? I mean, to be fair, I, I ignore pretty much everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how are you sure it wasn't the other way around? How do we know you didn't ignore Ivanka? Oh, because I would have I would have just... The, the things I would do. Oh, I'm sorry, you were... Politics aside, just on a pure looks level. I'm, I'm sorry you were ignored. I wasn't. I'm special. Oh, whatever. You wish. Listen, it's a Hudson County thing, right? Listen, man, just because they tell you that when, you know, your bus is a little shorter and you go on a, di- you know, they, a different direction than the rest they, of the kids. They kicked me off the bus and made me walk. What are you talking about? <laughs> I actually did get kicked off. The bus. I did, too, for tagging it. <laughs> oh, no, mine wasn't that bad. Y'all are some hoodlums, delinquents. That's what y'all two are. I'm just here to survive, baby. But, um, yeah. Well, so hello. 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 Evening. Good evening. How are you? Ladies and gentlemen, you know, just ready to dig in, ready to dive in. Let's do it. Oh, we're doing it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, they little banana. 
Introducing one of your hosts, Kenny Figueroa Gomez. <gasps> Next up, you know him. You love him. He was known in the barracks as Wayne Drain. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Wayner. Oh, I love oh. That guy. oh, look at this shit. Oh, he has a huge cock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Said that. Whoa, whoa, man, we are, we are, we're, we're shooting live. Wayne Drain. In a live studio. Wayne Drains. Wayne Drains. We see a couple of his favorite boys in town. And lastly, the master of disaster. The one and only. Known on the court as Mr. Clean, but known in the, known in the podcast streets as Clean Jamie, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only. Jonathan Sanchez. The one and only. Remember, my brother's dirty, not me. I have to say, when I've been introducing myself to people in real life as clean, (laughs) they they look at me like, what did you just say? (laughs) I mean, it is kind of weird, man. Like, I don't walk around introducing, hi, I'm Fox. I'm clean, man. Like... It is kind of strange. I'm, I'm clean. I ain't going to lie I'm to you. I'm strange. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got that going for you. That's, it's good. It's a thing that you're doing. Yeah. And it works. I got to, I have to agree <laughs> with him. Think about it. No matter where those people go, they're always going to remember this man because of his introduction. Yep. And I always say my brother's you know dirty. Right. I always say my brother's dirty. Always. You know what? Who am I? You you do you. You're my boss. I mean, it's a very loose term. <laughs> I'm just the dude who's legally in charge of the podcast. And even that's very loose. <laughs> like, and speaking of podcast, what do we got today? Yeah, Ken Dog, what the fuck are we doing today? We are going back to humanity's favorite planet. That one, (laughs) (laughs) Cloud. Um, now we're going. We're going back to Netherop, boys, and we're gonna pick up with the squad. If you guys, um, if you guys remember last week, uh, the Whitley, the uh, UNSC ship that's been scoping out the Lucky Break, uh, they sent out a little emergency broadcast because uh, shit's about to get real loud real quick. And I'll go. Um, I made a list. Actually, to okay. explain this, yes. Oh, so right. I've I've entitled the um the emergency broadcast or this list as the Whitley's shitty situation. Oh. So okay, it's um, kind of on the nose, but I'm with it so far. Right, right, right. The, like literally, this book should be entitled "Everyone's Having a Bad Day," because <laughs> their job, their only job, was we're gonna land here, we're gonna watch the Covenant ship, and then we're gonna go home. That's it. So, they are currently on a rocky plateau, and there is a Covenant boarding party approaching. Now, they are about three kilometers away. Now, for my my Americans here who use the Freedom Units, what is three kilometers? Do you boys know? 3,000 meters. 
You son of a bitch. He was very, <laughs> he was very, very quick with that. Yeah, he, all he was right. It's two miles, you piece of shit. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a, a covenant boarding party of about two miles away from the Whitley. Now, how strong do you boys assume this boarding party is? And they're bringing presents. Just take a shot in the dark. How many people? Say 15. Um, at okay. least at least three. 15 and three. Perfect. So, yeah, they're bringing about 200 oh. people. Oh, man, I was right. <laughs> I said at least three. <laughs> at least three, yeah. Spot on. So, 200 Covenant aliens. They are carrying heavy weapons and, most importantly, support vehicles. So, oh, sh- first part of the list. Wow. Not looking so hot, right? Nope. I mean, that's a that's a lot of things. That's for sure. That's a lot of party crashers. Yeah. So, next part of the list. The commander of the Whitley, or the older raspy voice that John is hearing on this emergency channel, he asks what the fighter canopy is like. Now, y'all, I am not... I've, I'm not a part of your world. I'm not a military man like you boys are. Mm-hmm. Um, also so when I debatable. The, yeah, you grew, debatable. You, you grew up in New Jersey. It's pretty much the same thing. It's a war zone. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not now, though. Now it's actually safe. I could feel the credit score of the city going up. <laughs> so, real quick for everybody who's listening, uh, the finer, fighter canopy in this sense is just, hey, what's going on in the sky? Like, how are we looking there? Um, also, the canopy is the name of the, the part of the plane or the jets where the pilots are, too. Anyway. So. Are you... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, I, I have nothing. I thought I had something. I had nothing. Keep going. All right. Perfect. Because there's just something, right? So Task Force Pantia, they're, uh, they're the UNSC that's kind of UNSC ship that's orbiting um, Netarop. I'm sorry, the UNSC... Panera? Is it Panera? Did I mistype it? That's a big yes. typo. That is a... Uh, the UNSC Panera bread? Yes, the UNSC Panera bread. No, it's Pantera in the book, but I see what he's doing. <laughs> you witty bastard, yeah. So I actually like that. You, so Task you Force fucking Panera. believed me, which is really <laughs> weird. Don't do that. I know. It was you know a better. It, it, was, it was a one-time <laughs> slip. So... The Panty is in orbit. They're like, hey, not a big problem. Um, their ETA, even though they're two miles away, they anticipate that the boarding party is going to show up at their door in 20 minutes. And they're like, we're going to send you 10 fighters in 20 minutes. And then they go on to say, actually, um, we're not. <laughs> because eight stealth, eight stealth vessels are inbound <laughs> into your area right now. So that might be why you guys are catching some readings on the um, on the old uh, fighter canopy there. Good to know. Good to know. And then right, right. <laughs> and then the commander of the Whitley's like, you know what? Fine. And then the Pantia responds, "Oh, we're still reporting. We're not done yet." And then the commander of the Whitley's like, "There's more." <laughs> but wait, there's more. There. Okay, this is the quote. There is a full enemy task force also inbound. Destroyers and frigates escorting a cruiser and assault carrier, and they should be inbound or in actually on the planet in 
How many minutes, guys? 20 minutes. Oh, plenty of oh. time. What's the issue? Child's play. Yeah, that's not right. You're fucking, I got time for a goddamn nap. This is wonderful. All right, so just to recap, so we're, we're three in on the list. 200 party crashers, <laughs> eight stealth vessels, and a full-on covenant surprise party. Mm. It's all good. So, you know, given everything that's happening, um, what the Pantia, uh, Pantia, or the Panera Bread, what it decides to do is, hey, we're going to drop into lower orbit, and we're going to try to stall them. No promises. And then the Whitley's like, okay, cool. Can we uh can we get some ground forces? Y'all want to send some bad boys down our way? Well, the Pandora the Pandora bread responds. <laughs> way- I like how the name is just getting more and more convoluted. It's getting harder. <laughs> just wait till I do names. <laughs> so Panera bread. No, the rock no, we're bread. at Pandora bed. We're at Pandora bread now. Pandora bread. <laughs> <laughs> they go the, le, legit they tell them we're a wolf pack no marines <laughs> oh god they're all gonna die <laughs> <laughs> well at this point this is when like the fucking heavens open god's light shines down because this is when john chimes in we'll be there in 40 minutes oh. no john take a nap <laughs> they gave the stupidest answer known to mankind. You need to let just nature take its course. No, John's like, we'll be there in 40 minutes. And then the, the commander of the Whitley's like, bro, that's too fucking long. He's like, if you're not here in like 20, we're out. <laughs> like, I can't defend this spot. <laughs> this dude is like, you think I'm going to wait for you? <laughs> so then John is like, hey, do what you got to do. That's fine. Also... Be advised, three castaways are ahead of us. And it's at that moment, both the Whitley and the uh, Pantia in unison say, confirm castaways. And just to remind everybody, please note that uh, in the exploration of space and the expanding of of humanity, we weren't supposed to drop people off or maroon people on planets. Not the case on Netarop, because if it's going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong spectacularly. Murphy's Law. I do like that as the theme of Halo, though. Like, there's this small issue, and then it snowballs into this great conspiracy, like, giant, earth-shattering problem. It was just something simple that started the whole thing off. Yeah. Well, that's that's life. the theme of Halo. And life, yeah, you're right, you're right. Oh, but wait, the story gets better as John's telling them what's going on. John confirms that, yeah, they're castaways, and he tells them there's about 20 of them en route on spider machines. That's cute. The Willie's response is, continue, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Good old ellipses. Right? Just uh, sets the mood. And then John goes on to confirm descendants of maroon pirates, potential hostiles. Now, I believe there's a bit of unit discipline where you boys are from. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know. Clearly. (laughs) 
Well, Fred don't give a fuck. Fred being a smart ass chimes in, you mean likely. (laughs) (laughs) And then literally on the emergency comm, John actually corrects himself. Hostiles approach. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, it's just like one situation after another now, isn't it? At this point, it's just, it's all gone to hell. (laughs) You know what? This is the definition of fuck it, we ball. (laughs) (laughs) I think the best part about this, like, the guy who's running the Whitley is so over all this shit. (laughs) His response is, acknowledged, young hostile pirates and spider machines. Sure, why not? Oh, shit. (laughs) Sorry. Which the exact same thing the publisher said when reading this book. <laughs> <laughs> the best part. So the commander of the Whitley's like, how about armaments? <laughs> oh my. Also for our non-listeners or non-weapon holding listeners, that's just weapons. So. <laughs> John responds, microwave beams slingshots and rocks we're going old school in the book it says that the crew of the whitley they weren't even worried about the fact that the kids had access to the micro microwave beams they were more surprised that they were using rocks and slingshots you know that's difficult have you ever tried to throw a rock in a slingshot i mean i don't know the life these kids are living bro (laughs) like that shit's that shit's rough yeah I've never successfully rough. done it. <laughs> I it, it didn't work out. I got spooked. Never did it again. Marbles, sure. Rocks, no. Nah. That's dangerous. All the jagged edges and stuff. But I'll tell you the next part of this conversation after the break. Oh, God. Toodles. And hates free speech. He does. I got cursed out by Vader once, too. (laughs) Fucking what? How did we get here? I feel like this is on you, though. This one's on you. No, this one's definitely on me. Yeah. What did you do to Vader? He's uh, he's like such a... I heard he's such a sweetheart. I don't... I heard he's like one of the few Hollywooders that aren't Hollywoody. Well, he's dead, but... Um, okay, used to be <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I I I was in, I was in college, and I had say no more. You were a piece of shit. No, <laughs> I actually said I actually passed my business one on one class, the only class that I passed in college, and I it was because I was listening. I was listen, I had like my iPhone wasn't working or something. Vader, that Vader theme song was the only song that was working that day. So I listened to that song like a hundred times and I had like tweeted it to him or something like that. He cursed me out for it. Oh, wait, damn that. What? This, this story has taken a turn. No, there's something missing here. You lied it was you lied it was clean. No, no. Yeah, yeah, this ain't the whole no. story. I don't know what's up, but no, that ain't he the was story. Going, well he 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 was dying at that time, so he was grumpy. Uh ooh, you may have reminded him of a happy memory and then ooh. Old people don't like that. I know. <laughs> they don't like being happy. You can't do that to them. 
Okay, transition back in the hair. No, yeah, I'm because I'm I'm look I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at Frederick. I'm just like oh, I like him. He's a good guy. Yeah, we, we we give Fred a lot of grief, but we like him. Again, if you're not giving him grief, do you actually like him? Do, do you like you know what I mean? There used to be this guy, and um, everybody used to talk shit about him just all the fucking time to his face. And then we got a new guy. And we were like, yo, that's you, We catch you talking shit about behind his back. We'll fuck you up. Only say good thing, good things about behind his back. To his face, be as mean as you fucking want. <laughs> but behind his back, you'd be, you'd be nice about that motherfucker. And he was so confused. <laughs> He's like, y'all like me? <laughs> well, wasn't there because that would have been nice. <laughs> you, oh, see, wow. you, you would have been the new guy who de- did not understand the concept. <laughs> he was like, that's the opposite of what people do. And we were like, we know. That's why we do that's, it. That's why we're doing it. <laughs> oh, God. We never told him. <laughs> we never. To this day? Oh, to this day. I, I better look him up. Bro, that man probably is in therapy because of y'all. I mean, I'm somebody else. Somebody else could have told him. Wow. I know I never did. I was just going to ask that. We know it wasn't you. <laughs> that would have required effort. Would you talk like that behind Frederick's back, though? Is Frederick that type of dude? Nah, Frederick's normal. Uh, he would have been a normal, everyday kind of go. I don't think he'd he'd understand the joke, to be honest with you. Mm. He wouldn't get it. He wouldn't. Yeah, the Spartans, really known for their sense of fucking humor. Uh, no, I feel like Fred would get it. Out of all of them, it'd definitely be Fred. Yeah, yeah, he would. So, yeah. Welcome, welcome what back. Were we, talking about? <laughs> well, we were talking about a message, and you had a list, and... There's some shit going on. Oh, yeah. So the the Whitley's wrapping up its lovely conversation with um the task force and John that like, yeah, shit's bad. And we got pirate children with guns and rocks. Bring your popcorn. They got microwaves, too. That's right. See, I know that I know that they're like microwave guns that shoot like microwaves. But in my mind, it's these little kids who are throwing microwaves. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of see that. I, I, I actually can see that. Um, but in terms of where we are at that point, this is when the Whitley's like, "Thanks for the info. We'll be waiting for you." And um, the captain of the Whitley actually has a message for John, and it is: unless you see a crewman outside the door waving you in, proceed with caution. Fair. That's fair. So, John's <laughs> like, we'll go. We'll go. So, at this point, there's a game plan. So, John has Fred take point all the way to um, the Whitley. He has Linda rolling with him, and Kelly's actually going to play Skywatch. Or, in this case, Babysitter. Yeah. And um, prior to this, too, if you guys remember, their spider machine um, broke down. And there was actually a conversation John was having with um, Lena, the little girl or the original pilot of the spider. Um, he asks her if she can fix it. And she looks at him and she's like, Playboy, do you have a steamer? And John's like, no, no I'm not carrying any of those. And then she's like, then I can't fix it. And then John looks at her and he's like, 
then you need to keep quiet if you can't fix it. <laughs> oh, damn. So, yeah, I just want to clarify that. John's a bit of an asshole in this part, but wow. like, it's oddly building rapport. Like, the Spartans and the kids' smart assness is bringing them together. And just to remind everybody, um, the people who are on the spider, it is Fred, Linda, Kelly, John, Lena, Arnie, and Oscar. Oscar! Oscar, Oscar's the, he's, Oscar is like the goat of this chapter. I love Oscar, or excuse me, of the next chapter. But after they have that little uh, back and forth, John and Lena, that's when they do the game plan. When Kelly finds out she's Skywatch, she's like, why do you have me playing babysitter? She's like, you know, I don't like kids. And John goes, that's your qualification. You hate kids. That's why you're perfect for this. And she's, and he's like, if they don't listen to you, you'll shoot them. And now Lena being a smart ass is like, what do you mean she's going to shoot us? <laughs> like, no, she won't. And then Kelly's like, the fuck I won't. No, she's not even that. She's like, you know, that shrapnel wound you have on your head. <laughs> Try me again. And Shorty got a little quiet, like, oh. Yeah, that's fair. But, right. <laughs> and I, I know I went over this in the last episode, but just to catch everybody back up, John knows one thing. Kelly will make sure the kids are in a safe spot, but out of all the Spartans, she's the one that will be able to make it back in time for the firefight. Mm. So at this point, Fred is already taking off. Linda's waiting for John. John is actually getting ready to um, hop out the spider. Oh, excuse me. Let me rephrase that. There's actually one more hilarious interaction that happens here before John actually hops off the spider. Um, after they uh, discuss Kelly's qualification, she has them try to pack up for um, enough rations for a mm. week. And then Linda's like, well, what's a week? Just so everybody knows, the children don't know weeks, days, hours, months. They have no idea what those things are. God, so there's a bit of a uh, disconnect. But Kelly's son, they're packing up food, get it going, and then Lena's trying to question it. And then John tells her, you're going to do it because it's an order. And if you disobey an order, you know what's going to happen. And Shorty gets a white as day and starts packing food like her life depends on it. Now, at that point, as John is getting ready to exit the spider, as they're all packing and getting ready to go, Lena does jump in and say, hey, you don't have to kill them. John's responding, what do you mean kill who? We find out that the, uh, the captains or the leaders of the, the children, their names are Samson and Roselle. Then John Samsonite. Hey, I was way oh, off. I actually have a say it one more time. Not nothing. I, I have a question. Did you say she um that she had a failure to <laughs> obey an order? Yeah, because if the the kids don't listen, Kelly's gonna shoot them. Uh, that's that's interesting too. Because like, well, UNSC is based off of the, the the Navy, is it not? Or some type of um. Or, yes. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know if it's exclusively the Navy. That, that's why I'm... So it's, like, it's, it's, cl it's as the branch that we would refer to it as is the Navy. Yeah, so with, so technically, wouldn't that be, like, in today's times, an article um, 92? 92? Yeah, 92. It's not that deep, bud. 
Oh no, I've, I've never. I just want to read it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, disobeying a, a direct order has three types of offenses: violation or failures to obey lawful general orders or regulations, failures to obey other lawful orders, and dereliction of duty. So Ooh, she's committed. She's committing a military crime, technically. Is what? Is... Mm-hmm. A, a little okay. bit. But she's she's learning. She's picking it up. Okay, just just looking for the context of that. I thought that that was an interesting thing right there. So at that point, you know, John asks, "Hey, what? That's what I want to do. I want to get your kids off the planet. What can I do to get them to trust me?" And she goes, "Why would I do that? Why would I tell you?" She's like, "I don't even trust you." So John just kind of looks at her, kind of gives her the, um, well. I guess that's your choice. And then pieces the fuck out. Like, I got stuff I got to do. I ain't got the time for this shit. Yeah, the kids, right? Why, 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 why? So, Spartans are on their way. And this is actually toward the end of the chapter. And they kind of um, hop on team chat and have a little discussion about everything that's going on. And this leads us to our second list of the night. Theories. Number one, John assumes that they're either being studied or played with. Number two, Fred and the combination of Kelly, they kind of, and even Linda, they're like, hey, maybe the Covenant need a new vessel to leave because their current ship is like damaged. And then there's a back and forth, like, why would they want to steal our rickety ship if they have a whole fleet up in the sky? And they're like, well, the communication towers could have gone down. And maybe that's why they're trying to steal our plane. The last theory kind of propped up by Kelly and then John expands upon it. He's like, or it's a preemptive strike because the covenant knows where we are and they don't want us to get to the lucky break. And the whole time they're, they're trying to figure it out. But at the end of the day, they keep thinking what the aliens are going to do based from a human standpoint. Mm-hmm. doesn't work. So that leads to the second topic of team chat, the castaways. So after they kind of thrown their theories around, uh, Fred kind of reminds everyone that there are spiders and they're about 10 minutes ahead of them. And most likely like, or at least by now the covenant would have seen the kids and he's kind of worried about them being attacked. Everybody's kind of like Fred you know, the, the aliens of the Covenant, they are what they are, but, like, why would they attack the kids? And this is when Fred drops, like, the greatest truth bomb. He's like, look how they're mounted. Maybe the aliens are afraid of spiders. At that point, Kelly tells him, I think your temperature system is off because your brain is melting. And then John tells everybody to go silent mode Charlie. A.K.A. the quiet game. Every, way to lose everybody's talking privileges. <laughs> Silent mode Charlie. Aliens are scared of spiders. But you know what's the funny part about that? When he has them going to silent mode, Charlie? He's like, the worst part about everything, especially what Fred just said, he could actually be fucking right, and he doesn't know what to believe. <laughs> I was going like to say, that, Fred hasn't been wrong yet. 
either way john's gonna use this time and he's just gonna kind of clear his head he's like maybe you know we'll have an explanation for everything when we get to the whitley and that actually ends chapter 12 but we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up in chapter 13 today that's the game plan i got 10 minutes i can do this Chapter 13 picks up about 20 minutes after this little exchange between blue team. Kelly is dragging the kids on a makeshift sled. They use pieces of the spider to make it. And I do need to backtrack a little bit to the previous chapter. Right before Kelly left with the kids, John, you know, he ordered her to make sure the kids have a safe spot, you know, make sure they're taken care of, but also make sure that you destroy the spider. The reason being was, because this is how capable the, the cast-offs are, John does not trust Lena. He's like, I don't know if she's holding out information. I don't know if she secretly knows how to fix the spider and doesn't want to tell us. But either way, I don't want her slipping away. So make sure that you destroy the spider after you drop him off. So at this point, Kelly's about 20 minutes in. She is approaching a bit of a gully. That's where she's dropping the kids off. And as she's approaching, she's kind of thinking about the fact, hey, I wasn't zigzagging. I didn't zag when I should have zigged. Like, it's literally just a straight line of where the spider was to where she's dropping the kids off. And if you remember on this planet, it has the weird organic mineral plants. So it's easy for her to leave a trail. And once they arrive at the location that they're at, um, Kelly helps them set all the stuff down. Like um, Oscar and Arnie are kind of already in their little secret tent, kind of like drinking and eating. Um, Lena's filling up the tent with all the gear that they brought. And Kelly's super worried about the fact of they brought about they they brought a lot of stuff, and it was it was worrying her about her speed to get back because she was like, based on the time that's passed, more than likely the Spartans have already hit the Whitley. And the firefight's just a matter of moments, so I need to hurry up and get back to them. And she kind of sits the kids down, and she kinda, she's trying to tell them, listen, number one, you got to stay here for about three days and not move. And then she has to remember that these kids do not understand the passage of time. So she's trying to explain this in a way they understand. But Lena chimes in, Shorty, everything you're saying don't matter because you're not coming back. Then Kelly's like, no, no, no. If I can come back, I'll come get you. If not, a platoon or Marines are going to come get you. And then Lena's looking at her like, what the freak is a Marine or a platoon? Yeah, so more words I don't understand. This is going great. <laughs> Swimmingly, <laughs> though. <laughs> you are the I... best teacher I ever had. <laughs> The best part about this, Kelly's trying to explain to her, like, the Marines sort of have similar garb to them, but they're not, like, the armor and all that. As as she wraps up her presentation, she asks Lena, how much did you understand? I love Lena's response. Shorty goes, you're gonna leave us here, and even if you don't come back, there are more of you coming wearing dresses or something. And Kelly's Close like, enough. yeah, it's a battle dress. Like, yeah. it really yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's funny. So. She's got the, she's got the gist. She's got the spirit. So Kelly's really trying hard to stretch to them. Like, listen, we're not going to leave you. 
you gotta trust us but you can't stay here and then but you can't leave here excuse me and then lena's like number one how do you even know that we want to be found by the marines and then this leads right and this (laughs) leads to a back and forth and then that's when linda realizes something about the kids so she's like damn she's like not only are you guys children of of pirates but they were separatists weren't they and then lena yep (laughs) lena gets hella defensive about it and it's like it doesn't matter what if they were and she's like yo like, I don't care. Like, you guys weren't even alive when they did the things they did. And she's trying to do this back and forth. And then that's when Arnie goes, what's that? And Kelly by now is, like, over their shit. She's tired of the why. She's tired of the questions. And so she she completely ignores them. She's like, literally, that is the oldest trick in the book by kids, and I'm not going to fall for it. Until Oscar then replies, how is that fork thing even flying? Uh Uh-oh. And it, yo. (laughs) Dude, Kelly's stomach just drops. She's like, that's a dropship. (laughs) That's a covenant (laughs) dropship. Meanwhile, just like looking up and just like, oh, shit. It's over. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Because you know they've been running theories this whole time, yeah. right? So she realizes, like mother, like mother lover, like we knew that they were gonna try to flank us from the back, but I cannot believe it's actually happening. At this point, as she's kind of assessing the situation, she sees it's a it's a Covenant cruiser or like a spirit, and they ran into one in their a couple missions back, but this one's a little bit bigger especially because it's a a vehicle carrier as well as a troop carrier and it's carrying two umbras now the umbras they're they just um transport tanks uh one driver oh is that just it that's just (laughs) just it they're just (laughs) that's that's all they're just transport tanks that's all (laughs) with plasma cannons as a turret anyway don't worry about it guys it's fine it's fine. So <laughs> this actually leads to a banter with the kids. They're like, so is that your guys' spaceship? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not waving at them. So clearly they're not on our team. Another one, another kid then asked, is that why you guys wear the armor so you guys can look like aliens? And she's just like, y'all. I'm fucking dumb here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know what? I hope they kill you. You know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's your time. Like, you know, she's like already getting it. And then Lena, smart ass, is like, well, if you didn't blow up the spider, they would not have seen the smoke. And she's like, yo. I am so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, what was that fucking movie where they were in an RV? (laughs) Like, just where the fuck was. Oh, when my man was like, y'all are getting paid? Hold on, I'm looking it up. It's just that dude trying to keep these fucking four morons (laughs) just just together for ten minutes, man. (laughs) I need you to not be stupid for ten fucking minutes. Uh, We are the Millers. That's the name. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) So So many, and then Kelly's like a smart ass. She's like number one. 
it was a little bit of smoke. Number two, the smoke lasted only for 30 seconds. And number three, they wouldn't even be able to see it. <laughs> you sound like you and your cousin just walked out of Thanksgiving dinner halfway through, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Bro, you got to get ready for the meal the right way. John gets it. Every day. Hey, oh, man. Every day. Facts. At least, at least once every three hours. Uh, and to our younger audience, um, that means they were going to go pay their candy corn neighbors a visit and stuff. Eat candy corn. We were going to go eat sandwiches. That's what we were that's doing. That's that. We're going to go that's eat candy it. corn. It's going to be awesome. Candy corn is going to Nobody be... eats candy I corn. Eat candy nobody corn. Nobody eats Don't lie to the kids. They know nobody Listen, eats that I'm shit. I'm the guy that eats the wax candy, all right? It's me. <sighs> okay, I'm sorry, bro. Do you eat the wax vibes. with it? No, the wax. Or do you eat the candy? No, in the it? wax is already on it, and you eat it. You and I are talking about two ways. I'm not things. talking about wax paper. I'm talking about the wax coating. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You and I are talking about way different things. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about. I'm not saying you're. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just but, saying we're talking about different. Well, things. I'm not eating the paper. If that's what you're <laughs> no, saying. No, like, you don't need to get so defensive about it. man. Nobody said anything oh, about Lord. paper but you. <laughs> Am I eating the paper? Oh damn, <laughs> bro! You are you are too old to not know this. <laughs> it's also good for, good at high fiber. It's fine. Your poop's great. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yes, it is. Oh man, but you know what's not fine? <laughs> this conversation. So Kelly has to zone out the kids, and she's <laughs> she makes some <laughs> right. <laughs> she makes some like proper decisions here. Number one, she isn't going to break. The um the calm silence. What she does is she uses the on onboard computer built in the Spartan armor to triangulate where they're gonna land. Well, hot diggity damn! Guess what? Covenant dropship is landing a kilometer away of where she currently is. What's that? She's oh yeah, they're they're literally gonna land a half mile away from where the kids and Kelly are right now. Oh, that's plenty of space. Yeah, that's like plenty of space, plenty of time. She also notices a couple things about the carriers. Carrying the two Umbras, she also notices that the soldiers on the dropship, they, they're a particular group of elites. They, they have dark armor, and then there's also a group of like your regular blue armored elites. And I learned a new word today as well. Zealot? No, cadre. Ooh, what's cadre? Cadre means a group of people specialized in whatever subject matter or whatever. Cadre? So, cadre. <laughs> it's cadre. Cadre. <laughs> it's not, this isn't the target Target situation. It's cadre. <laughs> it's cadre. C A D R E, right? It's cadre. He's, he probably it's has, well, what is that? Um, the thing that's a little squiggly line on top. He's just being oh, different. Oh, I he know. doesn't want to admit he's wrong. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, no, no. I say it just to drive um, Brandon crazy. It works. I swear to God, I can't be held responsible for my actions. <laughs> There's like little triggers that drive him. I'm like, I'm just I don't think you like provoking this. him will work <laughs> like, in a court of law. <laughs> I even spelled it with a K. Oh, I will go to court with the, your honor. He fucked around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I have the tape. He has it. It's true. It was my duty as a friend to ensure that he found out. 
<laughs> he found out. <laughs> he found out he was religious because I sent him to the Lord. <laughs> no, but cadre is one of the most overused words in yeah. the military. That and um, God, what's the what's what's the one for piggyback? Uh, caveat <laughs> <laughs> i haven't i well, haven't, yeah, I haven't heard that i haven't heard that one as much as piggyback but i yeah it is common those are all the favorite corporate lingo words corporate no, the army is a fortune 500 company motherfucker that's true that's Hell true yeah, bro <laughs> You just weren't high enough on the totem pole to use it. So you mean to tell me I wasn't a number? I was an employee? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how to break this to you, but all employees are numbers. <laughs> it's not an intrinsic thing to the military. What do you mean? I thought the military cared about you. <laughs> I want everybody to go look at their employee badge right now and tell me there ain't a fucking number on it. <laughs> Ah, there's no number on mine. I got you, Mark. You win, everyone's, everyone's pulling out their cat cards now. <laughs> oh, man, puts out the punch card. Oh. Like, oh, no, that's not it. Oh, man. Employee 2938, you have been remaining. You have remained still for 34 seconds. Please continue oh, moving. <laughs> that's a workforce. Oh, <laughs> Oh man! Oh yeah, that, that's the funny. That's the department. Workforce management is dedicated to make sure your productivity is being optimized. Oh God, I hate all of those words structured into that particular sentence. Mm, synergy <laughs> sounded so good. Cadre, cadre. Oh God, that's the T-shirt. No, it's cadre. That's the T-shirt. I'm gonna spell. We do swag. It's K A H D. I D R E. Oh, first piece of swag identified. <laughs> there it is. No, I thought it was lower horse. Uh, second piece identified. There we go. <laughs> All right, here, here. So it's at this point too, kind of seeing this particular team. Kelly realizes they actually saw this team a couple missions ago. So, number one, this proves that, yes, the Covenant already have a dedicated team to hunt down the Spartans. As well as, all the way back to the beginning of this lovely saga, it's a goddamn trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. She says, seeing that team, and then the fact was, it was the only dropship to appear. And the way it's dropping in, they are trying to make the least amount of noise... And the least amount of tomfoolery, because they do not want the Spartans to know that they're dropping in on them. Another thing Kelly notices as well, she realizes with this team, this isn't necessarily like they're going to drop down, kind of take their time, fill up the gas tank, chuck the weapons. She knows that what she has is a matter of moments. Because the minute this dropship hits and drops the Umbras, the driver and the gunners are going to be the first ones in. The rest of the team are just going to scurry in and they're not even going to get ready. Once everybody's in, they're taking off. So she has a very, very short window. I mean, she can get somebody to look at that. (laughs) I'm going to get a guy to replace my windows. Not everybody has insurance, dog. We don't got to. You don't need insurance to replace your windows. What? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about right now? 
Are you talking car windows? What windows are you talking about? I'm, I'm talking about house windows. They're not easy to replace. I mean, they're not oh. hard to replace. I did it. Huh. John can do it. Anyway. I literally, I literally, like, it. You're good, man. You'll make it. Fine. She'll survive. Uh, it gets worse. So oh. she has to give the kids a gun. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Take car windows. You need insurance. Which gun do they give the them? Plot, the plot she thickens. She gives them the Magnum. Oh, God damn it. The most lethal weapon in all of Halo. <laughs> oh, no, it gets better. So she gives her the she gives them the Magnum, and she's trying to break it down to her. And Lena is just... Lena will never accept anything anybody gives her. She's like, I don't need this shit. Rocks are way better. <laughs> this shoots rocks. Exactly. <laughs> what do you break it down? <laughs> it's a rock throwing device. <laughs> Yo, essentially, that's what Kelly says. It throws rocks <laughs> and it shoots superior rocks. <laughs> this is great. This is this is great. It's just everything about it. <laughs> Oh man! So like she explains it to her. She tells if anybody comes up, you pull that trigger and you don't stop until they're completely down. <laughs> like the boys are like, "Why aren't you using rocks?" So... <laughs> this still doesn't solve the rock fiasco. <laughs> so at this point, she's like, "Listen, um, oh, but it, it gets way, 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 way better." <laughs> so at this point, my sense of better and worse is so just skewed. I guess would be the word. <laughs> oh, just to, just the demeanor of the kids. So after she explains all of this, and she's like, if I don't come back for you, stay here, and the Marines will come back. And then Oscar is like, why wouldn't you come back? Or why wouldn't it be you? And then Arnie tells her, Big dog, pay attention. She's gonna. She might be dead. <laughs> Where have you been this whole time? <laughs> have you just missed the entire half hour? <laughs> oh no! But this is when this is when Oscar proves he's like the breakout star of the chapter. So when he hears that she might be dead, he frowns, and he's like, "So if she gets killed, who gets her stuff?" Oh, fair. <laughs> and they're like dog they're like don't worry about it i want you to remember this moment because we're gonna come back to it <laughs> my boy's just laying down dibs like let him oh, have it man so at this point kelly kind of lays down the arsenal of what she's working with so kelly is packing a grenade launcher an assault rifle and two satchels of grenades that's the uh, the toolkit we're using for this endeavor that's the bag huh mm-hmm. now the, the the best way to simplify the plan, she has to strike right when the dropship pieces out, but right before the troops get settled in the Umbras. So it's a very, very, very small window. Nothing could go wrong. Mm-hmm. The other thing she calculated was, based on the elites that she's seen and the elites that are jumping into the Umbras, she knows they can carry about 20, and she anticipates there's a 30 Covenant elites on this dropship. So her plan is to approach the Umbras and use the grenade launchers on the drivers and the gunners. And she's hoping from there that'll force the other elites to chase her instead of regrouping in the Umbras. 
And that's a big if. Because if they regroup in the Umbras, she's boned. Because she is completely outnumbered and outgunned. So the next couple pages is like kind of her kind of inching toward like the uh the covenant drop zone trying to get a view on it like she's fucking power crawling like ducking and dodging flipping across shit so she gets to a part and she's like all right i'm about to execute my plan what do you gentlemen think happens next (laughs) somebody throws a rock (laughs) <laughs> essentially fucking she hears noise and lo and behold Lena is behind her again Jesus Christ kid. literally she has to turn on her voice like her voice modulator on the suit and she puts it to like the lowest value <laughs> it's like what the fuck are you doing Casper the fucking ghost <laughs> so Lena also, I will say, she's resourceful. She kind of actually comes the same way that Kelly does. Like, she's she's not completely useless, but she's still a kid, so she's a little loud. A and little? Just, she's only a little loud. She's not too loud. Just a little. No, she's super kid. Yeah, she, I, I mean, come on, man. They technically raised themselves on a planet, on a hostile planet at that. It's, yeah, but they don't have to worry about noise. It's not like they're... <laughs> <laughs> like, like what are they hunting? It's a dead plant. Oh, well, not even it, a highway it, survived. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because in in the in the chapter when they're talking about the gun, she talks about how the kids hunt and how rocks are better because they can pelt whatever animal or alien on the planet with rocks until they kill it. All right, I'll shut up. Yeah, yo, these kids don't mess around. Like they got no qualms about killing. <laughs> So, Lena pulls up, and and Kelly's like, why are you here? Like, just why are you here? Like, she's so confused. And Lena's like, I can't let you die. And Kelly pauses, and she's like, gosh, it's like, ah. She's like, my safety isn't your guys' responsibility. And then Lena counters... Well, you're John's favorite, and I don't think John's going to like it if we let you die. This actually kind of um, causes Kelly to get a little weak in the knees, actually. And she starts kind of thinking, like, you know, me and John have known each other forever. Like, yeah, he, you know, we were cool, and, like, we're like a family. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, so she's, she's, I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> we're only like that because we grew up together, you know? <laughs> she, she grows out. Does she, does she go full girl mode? <laughs> Mentally, <laughs> mentally, it's it's more rational than girl mode. But there's oh. like, I will say, there's flickers of girl, like oh, yeah. but, I mean, you know. <laughs> but it's funny too because at this point, she also kind of makes a connection with the kids, and she's like, "We're really no different than the castoffs on this planet." And it was us who was the castoffs all along. Boom, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Cast off of our hearts. Was right. it the planet was that was dead, or was it our love? Oh my god, <laughs> this is intense! <laughs> I'll write you a soap was... opera. <laughs> <laughs> there we I'd go. Actually, I'd actually it's gotta like to be in Spanish because it's gotta be dramatic. Maria, por qué? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yo, we gotta go old school, Raúl. <laughs> 
Oh man. Well, boys, at this part, I'm going to actually read read because I didn't really find a way to um ab lib the combat because <laughs> it's just it's one of those I got a power read. Whatever, homie. I mean, I, I'm stuck here. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding him hostage. Oh, and so before, at this point, too, after they kind of have this heart-to-heart moment and she makes Kelly feel like the the butterflies and whatnot, she relents and she's like, I'm outnumbered and I can use all the help that I can get. And she acts as, she asks as Lena, like, hey, do you guys have your slingshots? Lena looks this woman in the eyes and she's like, homie, we always keep that thing on us. <laughs> we <laughs> stay back. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lena and the outcasts are like black black Air Force energy. They they are ready to square up. They are ever. shadow shadow money wizard. <laughs> shadow wizard money gang. Oh, That's oh shit. <laughs> so, Kelly's breaking down the plan, and the, she's going to tell the kids, like, yo, y'all going to actually go after the um, the elites in the Umbras. And she's like, I'm, we're down. But she's like, I don't think our rocks are going to do too much damage. And she's like, don't worry. I have special rocks for you. Oh, no. <laughs> nothing says, like, giving giving kids special rocks. <laughs> so Kelly... Soon you, too, can be hanging outside of 7-Eleven at 3 in the morning asking for change. <laughs> Oh man, yo! Kelly breaks down and shows her how to use the grenades. Yeah, I and how to like knew it. <laughs> oh man! So she breaks down the plan. She she tells the kids like, "Hey, I'm gonna attract them to the gully. Just be ready to strike." Remember, she just tells the kids to be ready. These kids are fucking hardcore. When when their time to shine comes. All right. So at this point. Kelly turned back towards the Umbra and began to circle through the brush toward her assault point. At this stage, she put more emphasis on speed than self. Even if the covenant didn't happen to notice the crystal bushes dissolving and fluttering bugs as she approached, the enemy response would only delay the Umbra's departure. So I'm going to jump there. They're talking about the Umbras getting ready. So the second Umbra only had a blue armored driver, the gunner, and eight warriors in the carrying pod, an indication most likely that it was assigned to some sort of support role. There's the main Umbra squad that's going to go after the Spartans, and then there's like a background squad as a just-in-case. What she did was, at this point, she actually uh, preps like an emergency message to transmit to John and the team. And as soon as she sends the message, that's when the bullets start flying. So she opened fire on the driver of the farthest vehicle. The first burst split the elite's blue helmet in two. The second one turned his head into a purple spray. Kelly shifted fire to the next vehicle and gave the other driver the same treatment, then launched the grenade toward the gunner's cockpit. By then, both Covenant Gunners were swinging their plasma cannons toward her. She dived away from the gully, opposite the direction she intended to flee, and heard rocks crackling behind her. As superheated enemy rounds punched into the stony ground, the cannon fire subsided as Kelly's grenade detonated, taking out the closest gunner. She rolled onto her belly and reversed direction, scrambling back the way she had come. The second gunner's fire swept past so close she heard her armor, armor sizzle. 
she loaded another grenade into the uh, grenade launcher, then popped it, found the second gunner, and fired again. The gunner must have glimpsed the incoming grenade because he hesitated just an instant before swinging his cannon back toward Kelly. That was all the time she needed. She dropped back down, reloaded, then popped up in the last place any decent soldier would expect to find her. Exactly where she had been. The grenade detonated in the gunner's cockpit, hurling pieces of his body in three different directions. The ramps beneath the first umbra continued to rise, sealing the carrier pod up tight. But the ramps under the second near, nearer umbra started to fold down on both sides. Kelly fired a grenade into the rapidly widening slot above the nearest ramp, then saw a satisfying sheet of flame flash up through the gap. The ramp continued to descend, and three elites scrambled out through the forward end of the opening. Their armor was smoking and gouged, but more or less intact, and one of them dropped to the ground and did not rise again. Second nerd. Right, but two of them survived, and they were pissed, because then they drew out energy stores and started staggering toward Kelly. Ah, stop sucking it, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> But there was a problem. They were staggering toward her, but they were so like effed up from the grenade, they didn't know exactly where she was. But that's not a problem. Kelly ended their confusion by firing into their torsos until their energy shielding crackled out and their breastplates ruptured. Is that a sex thing? But sadly, by the time both operatives had fallen, there was another elite clamoring out of the gap at the back end of the ramp. I Kelly love the word clamoring. Can we talk about the word clamoring real quick? That, Clam is such a, that is such a good word. When did you know you fell in love with clamoring? Just now. A verb. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's it's one of those words that perfectly, I know, I, I know you know, it describes things, but... There are so few words that in one word, with no other words, you get a full scene of something that's happening. Wow. Yeah, it does kind it of... has a lot of synonyms. Does yes, it? it does. Hit us with a few. Bay. Shriek. I'm done. Thank yep. you. <laughs> <laughs> But we're not done, boys. Okay, I'm sorry. Clamor <laughs> we're away. we're not done. <laughs> so, as she saw this last guy coming out, she figured out that four more were going to pop out and cut off her escape. So, at that point, she lost another grenade toward the three that were coming out. But at this point, these elites were on their game because this grenade did nothing. This is when Kelly actually kind of takes off and she's having a one-sided firefight where she's running away but she's still shooting <laughs> at the elites and they are like high on her tail and mind you some of the elites actually managed to hit her in this exchange remember at the beginning of the plan her goal was to take out the gunners and drivers respectively and hope that the elites were going to follow her but what is the title <laughs> It's a bad day and nothing goes as planned. So as she's like about back in the gully, she notices a a, a loud engine, like a, a V8, kind of hovering toward her. The elites rounded back and got the umbras. No. 
So, yeah, so the one Umbra's on the way to blue team, and then there's one Umbra's specifically just for Kelly. I mean, she kind of kind of earned it. It's an honor when you think about it. Yeah, it is, yeah, that they had to go, like, all that way. So, at this point, Kelly's actually just kind of, sh- like, blind shooting grenades at them to kind of taper them off or kind of, like, draw some distance between them. Well, as the, um... <laughs> Here, we'll read it. Her pursuers filled the air around her with plasma bolts. As she descended, dropping toward the gully bed headfirst, she fired another gr- grenade back at them and glimpsed the disheartening sight of two umbras floating over the crystal brush at full speed. Only one was coming in her direction. As she dropped, her attackers, both umbra and elites, vanished behind the gully wall. She went into a forward roll and spun up on her knees then put a long burst into the first helmet that appeared above the rim. Her motion tracker showed three friend symbols fidgeting about 20 meters up the gully and toward the middle of the bed, where there was no cover to hide behind. She glanced in their direction and saw nothing but dust and small rocks. She checked their motion tracker again, and only one symbol remained, still moving about, but not quite as much before. So at this point, Kelly's about to be pinned down by elites in the Umbra. And before she left the kids on her HUD, she, tra- she tracked them as friendlies. And little fun fact, it's actually normal for the Spartans to fuck up the, um, the tracking in their, in their visor and tag too many things as friendlies. She looked in the direction where the kids were supposed to be and saw nothing, just dust and rocks. To be fair, rocks are involved, so, you know, right. kids are so, there somewhere. <laughs> There's a red herring, so, you know, kind of, like, at this point. <laughs> so, she hoped the damn system was not malfun- malfunctioning. Two lines of plasma bolts began to stream toward Kelly from the gully rim, just inside the crystal brush- bushes. Kelly grabbed another grenade and reloaded as she rolled. She had killed only six elites so far, and these two would be seven and eight. Then there were the two on the Umbra, assuming the new driver and gunner. All the rest were on the other Umbra, currently trying to sneak up behind Blue Team. 20 well-rested, well-equipped elites, half of them special forces, Spartan hunters moving fast in a vehicle armed with a plasma cannon. She came up to her knees, brought her assault rifle to her shoulder. In two places along the rim, the crystal bushes, excuse me, bushes erupted into flutter bugs as the elites reacted to her bait and opened fire. She threw herself into a side roll, then still rotating, launched her own grenade about two meters ahead of the warrior on the right. On her next revolution, she brought her aim back left and emptied her magazine into the disintegrating crystal bushes. Whether she scored kills was impossible to tell, and there was no time for confirmation. The Umbra arrived. So clearly... The Umbra arrived is one of the most badass sentences. <laughs> so, what do you what do you guys think is going to happen to Kelly now that the Umbra showed up? I th- I think she's about to get fucked up. I don't know how, but I know the kids are going to fucking do some goofy shit. I don't oh, know what the goo- I don't know what the goofy shit be. This does not sound like a I know- good time. <laughs> Nah, Kelly's gonna be alright. Kelly's too. Kelly's the cool one. 
The cool ones don't die in action movies. The cool ones always only die in horror movies. Or in the end of the tale. Okay, so yeah, right. <laughs> sorry, my bad. I was, I'm, I'm looking. I was looking for the spot. It kind of like it, it disappeared. That so, happens to me all the time. Right. <laughs> you could leave your fucking finger on it. <laughs> like, wait. I meant to highlight it, but I couldn't find a highlighter. <laughs> Yo, for real. I know there's highlighters in this house, but where? Who's eating my highlighters? Anyway. I got four. It's the ghost of highlighters. It's, it's John. John's stealing all of her fucking highlighters. <laughs> he took her highlighters. I get the cheap ones. Miss Susan. John's hogging <laughs> all the highlighters. <laughs> all right. So, real quick. So, the Umbra, the Umbra arrived, but a little modification. So, Kelly kind of threw a grenade or two in there. Oh, okay. So, there's no plasma cannon. But now there's a particle beam rifle. Oh, wow. <laughs> so at this point, Kelly sprang to her feet and sprinted up the gully, once again praying that her motion tracker had not been on the blink when it located Lena and the other two castoffs. The Covenant beam rifle fired twice and her armor snagged out as rock chips flew up and bounced off her outer shell. She changed magazines and returned fire one-handed, hoping to force the gunner to keep his head down or the driver to fall back a little. It didn't work. Kelly was fast, but the Umbra was faster. By the time she passed the cast-off's hiding place, the vehicle was running is pretty much next to her. Like It was like, hey, we see you. The driver was trying to match her speed and hold a steady course so its gunner could cut her down. She saw no sign of Lena or the others until she was 10 paces away. When her motion tracker suddenly showed three friend designators close on her trail, Kelly drops into a knee skid and dragged the boot to spin herself around, then saw three small figures rising from the gully floor, throwing off their dusty cloaks and whirling their slings over their heads. The motherfuckers were camouflaged. Bro. Little fucking ballers. (laughs) She gave them one job and they executed it perfectly. So the kids were were under cloaks of dust and rocks, so nobody saw them. So now the Umbras are ahead of them. This is when the kids start taking the grenade-filled slingshots and start swinging. So the dusty cloaks are whirling their slings over their heads. Kelly opened fire more to keep her pursuers' attention fixed on her than because she actually expected, than actually expected to stop the Umbra. She saw the driver flinch as one of her rounds glanced off the energy shielding around his helmet. The umbra swerved away and the cast-off loosened their grenades. The first struck the hole near the top of the arch, a couple of meters ahead of the driver. The blast took down his energy shield and hurled him against the back of the cockpit, but failed to penetrate his armor. He managed to keep his hands on the control until Kelly put three rounds into the side of his helmet. He went slack and slid down into the cockpit and then the umbra drifted into a stop. The other two grenades hit an instant later on the far side of the gunner's cockpit. 
cockpit. The detonations rocked the entire vehicle and took down the gunner's energy shield, perhaps even stunning him. Because he sat motionless and slumped for a couple of seconds, Lena then, because, yo, Lena is off the hook. Shorty then drops the slingshot and whips out the freaking Magnum. <laughs> and she's just shooting at the side of the Umbra. But Jesus that actually... <laughs> yo, these the... kids, yo, literally Fred was right. They're not potentially hostile. These kids are hostile. <laughs> it's a walking band of John McCain's. <laughs> they dove right for it. Well, yo, well, the, the pinging of the... What's up? Hold on. No, I'm retarded. Who the fuck? <laughs> what? Are you thinking Dick Cheney? No. <laughs> Corn pop? Uh, what was uh, John McClane? <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> I said John McCain. <laughs> and then, like, as soon as I said it, I was like, hold up. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine seeing this on screen, well, though. Yo, that would be crazy. This deserves a movie. The the but, book? The, the whole no, book itself? We got... Yeah, but no, we get the Halo TV show. You mean the silver timeline? No. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to gag with you there. Just Stop a little up. bit. <laughs> well, actually, we're almost about done, by the way. <laughs> so the, There's no they, source material. There's no source material. No, that's what all the writers say whenever they do a video game. It's funny how video game writers don't want to play the video game. Interesting. Right? Or, I mean, look at this book. This book would have been fucking rad. Oh, dude, this is crazy. I mean, I think it would have... I think uh, uh, a series would have given this justice. No, I think a, a solid two to two and a half hour movie. I agree to disagree, but I like it. I like it. I mean, they both work, but I think just a a one and done. Just get it over with. Give it to me, and like what they did with like forward unto done, like short, short, quick episodes. Yeah, because you got to think how much of this is like just uh, uh, Troy Denning just using a lot of words to show something. (laughs) Yeah, it seems bigger than it is. It's just a D and D round. Only Mm -hmm. like ten seconds have passed. Yeah. Oh, also, we're going to wrap this up because we were at the 130 mark. Y'all let these people go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Lena's pings wake up the Covenant. Kelly puts the Covenant gunner down, and he drops the fucking particle rifle. <laughs> what do you think happens when he drops the particle rifle? At this stage, I don't fucking know, man. Like, <laughs> at this point, you could tell me that fucking... Four Devastator Havoc nukes fucking fall from the sky and perfectly land on the dude's head and knocks him out without exploding. Like, that's the uh, that's how out of this Or I someone am. shows up out of nowhere. Oh, no. Worse. Remember what I Except told you? Worse. A couple minutes ago, we were... Sam? No. Ooh, Sam? Samsonite. <laughs> Samsonite. Lord. No, no. Remember, y'all. A couple minutes ago, we were asking who was going to get Kelly's stuff. So when the uh, covenant <laughs> the gunner drops the particle rifle, it drops about five paces in front of Arnie. 
This kid is smiling and starts limping over to pick up the particle rifle. <laughs> Kelly orders him, don't you dare. Oh, she's no fun. Oh, dude, Arnie, don't give a fuck. He's still going. <laughs> My man. <laughs> she actually, um, she, she got, she stopped him. She stopped him by putting three shots on the ground in front of him. He took one more step, though, to establish dominance, right? No, he yanked his hand. He, he literally yanked his hand back, looked up slack-jawed as Kelly approached, and he tells her, I saved your life, and that's how you act? <laughs> and I, like, if I ain't getting the- your shit, I'm getting this dude's shit. <laughs> exactly. I'm getting just somebody's shit. <laughs> I worked hard for this shit. <laughs> well, she tells her it's alien stuff and you don't you don't know what it does and it'll kill you. So she ends up um picking it up and shooting into the wall to demonstrate it. And he's like, Oh. And he's like, um, when are you gonna show us how to use it? And she's like, When you turn fifteen. And then she's like, uh, when will that be? So the kids have no idea how old they are either. So, well, I mean, yeah, that that kind of goes with them not knowing how time works. Yeah, it goes hand in hand. But guys, we leave the chapter off with hope because Kelly and the kids have a working umbra. So she tells the kids, "Get ready, we're going for a ride." Um, before we reach Blue Team. We need to go pick up some people. So you they know what this that means. back to the Marines. Petros coming back, baby. Great. I missed her. <laughs> Great. So now that everything is going so well, I can't wait for it to all be fucking destroyed. It's great. Hope. A number right away. And that's the chapter, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for letting me read. That was two <laughs> chapters, wasn't it? Yeah, so we finished chapter 12 and chapter 13. Nice. That's an action-packed chapter. I'm telling you, three kids and a Spartan. Get some shit done. Any any, uh, ending regards for the episode, boys? I enjoyed this one. Yeah, this was a good one. I liked this one. Um, Fun, Fun chapters. Do more of those. I will say, had I followed the other scripts, they probably would have been a lot better. (laughs) <laughs> nah. but we love you guys thanks for listening yeah so that was halo this week oh by the way we forgot to do the beginning source is halo oblivion by troy denning yeah all halo oblivion just all of it um yeah next week is death stranding again we're finally getting into the action of the game so we're done with the scene building and now we're going into it and Uh-oh. then yeah so time for b- some action back to back weeks of actual action and then yeah boys oh yeah when we come back to uh halo we're actually picking back up with uh nazat oh nazat so it'll be interesting yeah we, we're picking back up with nazat the knife age of reclamation baby my boy we back. he's the one with the drip Great. right yeah, he's the one with the drip. Yeah. He's the one that's like, I, I'm going to redeem myself. Yep, <laughs> My man's mixtape. Uh, mixtape, redeem yourself or die trying. But, yeah. 
we appreciate everybody coming and listening this week. Except for you. You know who you are. That's all I had. Somebody take us the hell out of here. Uh, uh, this is the part where you go later, y'all. Adi. Oh, I was, was going to go last. Oh, oh, later, later, y'all. Peace. Hey, thank you for listening, everyone. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher uh, to stay up to date on all things lore. Also, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube to leave feedback and make suggestions on what series to do next. You Me and Lore is an original podcast written and produced by Brandon Weiner and Kenny Gomez. We do not own the rights to any of the artistry. All rights are owned by their respective companies. Sound and editing by... Kenny Gomez and Brandon Weiner. Intro composed and played by Achilles Amistat. Transitions and outro composed and played by Sam Gibbs. Both can be found on Fiverr.com. For inquiries, information, and feedback, please visit You, Me, and Lore on Facebook or email us directly at youmeandlore at gmail. Bye-bye.